0: Talks Radio.
1: Welcome to Fearless Generations
0: with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox.
1: Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations twelve steps to freedom. Tonight, we are talking step two, which is willingness. And tonight is one of my favorite opportunities. This is Kelly Fox, and my co host is Terry Sayre. And we welcome you here tonight to get the discussion started. And first, how are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing great. I'm in the car,
0: so I hope that my uh, voice is coming through all right. I'm driving my
1: granddaughter home from her ballet class. You sound great.
0: Okay, good.
1: So we're talking about willingness and opportunities tonight. We've talked about um, life becoming an adventure and just willingness in general. And I love the fact that when we are willing, opportunities present themselves. And when we start saying yes to ourselves... Into our dreams, into our goals, and into our commitments, then really cool things happen, and I think that that also aids in the momentum or the desire to continue saying yes. Don't you think, Carrie?
0: Yeah. No, I definitely agree with you, and. Um... I was just thinking about how willingness just opens the doors to so many opportunities. And for me, it's a, a, a willingness to surrender, which is a, a step further down on the journey. But in my life, it's been a willingness to surrender. And that's for me, it's to surrender to my higher power, which guides me and directs me and really opens the doors for me because I'm willing to to listen, I'm willing to be open, I'm willing to uh, act upon this feel, the feelings I get from uh, my intuition and from my spirituality. And I just I marvel at the things that are brought to me that just seem to fall into my lap and the people that I meet that just have the absolute synergy for the projects and the goals that I'm working on, and I really believe that, for me, that's a willingness to be open, a willingness to listen, a willingness to follow my spirit, a willingness to surrender. And, I mean, it just happened today that I I went to meet with an individual that had contacted me through the city website to meet with them about some issues on the streets of Tulare. I serve on the city council. and. We ended, she ended up bringing a friend with her and I think I've mentioned before that I'm really working on uh, the issue of those individuals that are experiencing homelessness and the whole discussion ended up being around the opportunities that these two women could bring to provide services and food and energy to our shelter that we're trying to establish in the city. And no way was that the purpose of our meeting but because I was willing and open to meeting with them and it just it just unfolded and now it's opened many opportunities for us to work together for the benefit of uh, these individuals that are experiencing crisis in their lives from uh, profound loss and they're living on the streets and so it was just an amazing opportunity that opened up because of my willingness to meet with these people and to listen to their stories and to try to meet their needs. And so it was amazing.
1: Yes, you were definitely saying yes to supporting the homeless issue in your town. And I think it's amazing how much uh, you were working on that, how much you were reaching out, how much you're willing to um, ask the hard questions and do the hard work. To get some support for that community of people, so that their lives can be better and they can, if desired, um, get off the streets and um, live, um, live a uh, you know a more normal life. Uh, and I think that you know on the on their part as well, if they're willing to go to the shelter, if they're willing to get help, if they're willing to take those steps necessary uh, to get them off the street, they'll be able to. And that will provide so many opportunities for them um, of getting their own housing, of getting employed, of um, you know feeling so much better about themselves, being a respected member in the community, maybe getting back with their family or friends that maybe they lost because of this situation. There's so many different things that can happen for them if they're willing to say
0: yes. Yeah, and they're, I think that they're willing to uh, open and trust because they don't trust other people because of the situations that have occurred in their lives, a willingness to um, experience compassion for themselves and others, a willingness to be honest and face the challenges that they have and a willingness to to take personal responsibility. And I was um, fearful at first to go out and to work in this community because um, of a lack of of connection to to these individuals. But Saturday I went out with a group of people to take them some socks and some blankets and just try to connect with them and build relationships with them. And I got my first big hug from a homeless person and, and I just loved it. And it was um, a chance to to connect on a personal, you know, level, and also to start to form community because that's what they lack is community, and that's what we all crave is to feel valued and to belong to to a community. And uh, it's been a been a very um, just a great experience for me to to work with these individuals. So it's been a win for me as well, because it's opened my eyes, opened my heart, and allowed me to just um, spread, I feel like, the love of Christ to, to others authentically, um, not not just because I think I'm doing something for them, but with the, with the knowledge that I'm going to receive connection with, with, from them as well, and trust from them, and be able to form uh, connections that will allow us to, to assist each other as we go through this journey of life. So it's, um, it's a life-changing experience for me,
1: and I would not
0: have had this experience if I hadn't been willing to listen to the Spirit and willing to face my fears and willing to uh, open my heart and go out and um, find out what their needs are and help them meet their needs which is fulfilling a need in myself. So it's, it's
1: a win-win. Yeah, I love that. And I think that, you know, just generally in our lives, opportunities come where maybe we think of it as a negative situation, right? And we have all these new possibilities in front of us. And how are we going to step forward into that that new realm, right, that new uh, reality that we have. Uh, I have a friend that lost his job recently, and now there's endless possibilities in front of him of what job he'll get, um, what position will it be, will it be, um, you know, comparable to the the, uh, income he was making before, Um, will he have to move? Um, you know even what he wants to do does he want to totally change what he was doing or does he want to find something similar to what he was doing and there's all these opportunities and possibilities in front of him and he's willing to explore all of them and I think that that is really brave and courageous to say okay I'm open to whatever comes and I think that that's what we can all do. It doesn't have to be the loss of a job or something like that that puts us in that position. We can we can have an attitude of being open to whatever comes. And I think there is an aspect of surrender in that, right? Because we have to let go that that misconception or that um, I don't know what the right word is that illusion of control over our lives, right? We have to surrender that and and have an attitude of being open to whatever comes, comes, and that it's all meant for our greater good. And to really look for those opportunities to grow and to um, expand our, our knowledge, our capability, um, our love for our fellow man, um, whatever those, those opportunities bring, that we're willing to step into that. We're willing to get that big hug from a, a homeless person or we're, we're willing to, you know, move to a, another uh, town or another state to get that, to get that dream, dream job or that, that job that presented itself and said, hey, think about this. What do you think if this was possible, you know? I just think that when we're when we're willing, that's what happens. Because we have our eyes open. We have an attitude of yes, we have an attitude of I'm open to I'm open to whatever. Right? I'm willing to step into it. I'm willing to step out of that comfort zone, into the stretch zone. I'm willing to look at those risks and break them down into baby steps I'm willing I'm willing to do it Mm -hmm. and I think that when we say that out loud when we have that attitude that when we we're putting forth that energy it's going to come back
0: yep I agree I think it uh yeah can you hear me
1: yeah oh okay
0: bye Emily I just let my granddaughter off at her house Um, I think that that willingness is part is surrendering it's also being willing to recognize and we talked about awareness prior to willingness being aware that uh, we are not in control Um, you know that, that we have control over our reactions we have control over our thoughts but we really don't have control over circumstances that we may find ourselves in, uh, situations that may happen, uh, both positive and, and what we might term as negative. There, our life is, is, is kind of just left up to uh, circumstances beyond our control. And that's a part of, I think, surrendering as well. Because when we see ourselves in situations that are difficult, let's just say the death of a loved one, uh, we can either see that as a possibility to leave a legacy for that person by the way we react, um, recognizing the good that came from their life and, and our relationships with them. Uh, whatever the circumstances are in, with our relationship with the person that we've lost to death, uh, we we had no control over that in so many Situations. It was something outside of our control. And yet we totally control how we look at that situation, how we react to that situation, and the actions, the thoughts, and uh, the feelings that we have around the possibilities of our life changing. Uh, When my husband passed away, it changed my entire life. And because of my faith in my higher power, God, my faith and my knowledge that. I believe that uh, my husband and I would be together again. It took I had to give myself the uh, permission to grieve and to be afraid and to wonder what was going to happen. But it actually changed my life in that I took uh, I had compassion for myself and for others. I was able to be honest about my situation. I was able to take personal responsibility and move forward in my life and change my life and take care of my children and and my family and my work and and move forward. So circumstances I had no control over his death. I um I could not have changed it. But I totally had control over how I uh, was willing to look at the possibilities and to move my life forward. So I think that we you know we're going to have we can act in fear or freedom in any situation, and I could have become bitter. I could have re, um, got taken myself into to being in a very small place, uh, retreated, rejected help, um, maybe even felt like rejecting my children and just you know not knowing what to do or how to care for them, but that wasn't how I chose to move forward and it wasn't the possibilities that I was willing to work towards and so it was that awareness that I could not change what had happened or the circumstances around it but I had total control on how I was willing to react and what thoughts and actions I was willing to take and how committed I was willing to be to to my family so I think that sometimes we look at positive and negative in our life and I think that it's just we look at our lives, you know, because they are going to have situations at all times they are going to be, sometimes they could be negative or they could be positive. It's how we look at it. That every situation can be looked at as a possibility even though it's a challenge, it's a possibility to grow to grow closer to our, our spiritual source to grow closer to our family, to have compassion for ourselves and others, and to take personal responsibility for our decisions and where we where we go. So, I think willingness is is really a very um, powerful way of looking at our life situations that we don't have control over.
1: Absolutely, and I think it's not just. Uh... A one-time decision to be willing with some situations you're going to be deciding every day that you're still willing to um, to look at a situation in in that way or to continue getting out of bed or to uh, continue yeah, yeah. taking care of your children it's it's an it's an everyday maybe even in some um, moment Every second, you're deciding yeah. that you're going right. to be Right, moment to be by team. moment,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think that that Decisions. is – go ahead. I mean, we do
0: – well, every single – every time we make a choice to do or not to do something, that's, you know, that's a choice point. And that's where we're going to either be willing to move forward or we're willing to give ourselves a break. Or we're willing to allow ourselves to, to really feel the sadness that we have and let it go through us and then be willing to move on. So, I mean, every time we make a choice, I mean, I some of my clients, I say, hey, stay in bed all day. Be willing to give yourself that permission to do that. If you're feeling really sad today and you don't want to go face reality today, don't. Be willing to give yourself the permission to just, stay in bed today but also make the choice to get up tomorrow you know how how long are you know how long are you going to be willing to stay in that fetal position and just you know let the feelings go through you so then you have to make a choice again so we're making choices continually and if we're making those choices out of compassion and we're making them out of the relevancy and the honesty in our lives, and then we take personal responsibility for our goals and our dreams and what we really want and need, then we're going to be moving forward. But we can give ourselves permission sometimes to retreat because that's what's going to nurture us at that moment. And so it's not always, oh, pick yourself up and move on, you know, make everything positive. I think that's that's unrealistic. But being willing and making a choice to say today i am going to take care of myself i am going to just stay here in my room i'm going to reflect i'm going to sleep i'm whatever it is that i need today to be able to get up tomorrow and be willing to do what i want to do what i need to, what, to fulfill my needs and to move forward because sometimes i think we you know we fall into that trap of beating ourselves up and uh You know, that's, to me, that's not uh, freedom, that's fear.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I think that when we can see a situation and we can say, okay, I have the opportunity to do this, this, and this, and then really allow ourselves to decide whichever one supports us in that moment. Mm Mm-hmm. That's when we're really, when we really have the freedom, you know, we see that we have the power to do this, this or this and we choose it and we do it, yeah. you know, and that might be, that might be laying in bed. That might be having a, you know, a pity party or whatever you want to call it, but you're choosing it. It's not just, Oh, well, this is all I could do. You know, you're not a victim, right? You're choosing right, to do right. that. You're choosing to give yourself that time. You're choosing to support yourself with that. Excuse me, support yourself with that act. And then you're also choosing to do it for, you know, half a day, a whole day, uh, four hours, whatever that time is. Give yourself that time limit, and then when that time limit is up, you get up. Do something else, mm. yeah. right?
0: Yeah. I think right. that. I just think that. We
1: we, it's, it's... Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Oh. I think that when we, um, when we get stuck in the, okay, I'm gonna lay here, and I'm gonna give myself this time, and then we we lay too long, right? Mm-hmm. Then it another thing that's keeping us in the bed it's not the sadness or the grief or the choice to be there but it's now something else has taken over and it's become it it's become fear and then you're laying in bed because fear is telling you don't get up don't do this don't do that just lay there and that's when it becomes a different situation where you have now another choice to make you get up or do you listen to fear?
0: Yeah. And and I think when you you know, when you really embrace the steps to freedom, you know the difference. You know, you can yeah. feel the difference. You yeah. you can discern. You have the power to discern between fear and freedom because of of your behaviors you know in fearless living we call them self-destructive behaviors or we call them self-affirming behaviors and when you've identified your self-destructive behaviors and that's what you're you're succumbing to then you can ask yourself am i doing this out of fear am i stuck or am i doing this out of freedom because i need to take care of myself and i this is going to support me to have more courage to have more stamina to be able to To go out and do what I want to do to meet my needs and to progress, and and you know that you can tell that you get that I I call it the gift of discernment to know the difference between fear and freedom. And the more you practice the twelve steps that we're sharing with you, and the more you understand your wheel of fear and your wheel of freedom, which if you're if you've read any of Rhonda's books or you've listened to any of her you know Her podcast, you know about the Wheel of Fear and the Wheel of Freedom, and if you don't, we certainly can send you to a place to find out about that because you can tell if you're spinning on your Wheel of Freedom, I mean on your Wheel of Fear, and how to get off of your Wheel of Fear onto your Wheel of Freedom is probably the greatest gift that, that Rhonda recognizes was given to her through inspiration from her higher power to help individuals be able to break the cycle of fear and to live in freedom not that everything will be positive in freedom but you know how to handle it and make those choices and discern between fear and freedom and then you have the willingness and the awareness to how to uh, handle handle that how to move forward what are the strategies you can use and we've shared those strategies with you week after week on what helps us to stay on our wheel of freedom and break
1: the cycle of fear. Yeah. I love that. Well, we just have a few minutes left. Terry, what would be the most important thing that you would want our listeners to get out of this call? Well, to me,
0: I think when I when I talk about willingness, I talk about surrendering. Um even though that's a, a, another step, I think in order to be willing to let go of control, recognizing what you can control and what you can't control is surrendering. Um, we can't control what other people say and do. We can't control the circumstances. We some you know sometimes we find ourselves in circumstances we have no control over. There are things we can control um, on you know where we put ourselves and and situations we put ourselves in, but. A lot of times the circumstances that occur in our life we have no control over. They're either a force of nature or they're decisions that other people make or, um, you know, just part of, part of life. And what we do control is our reactions, our thoughts, and uh, what we say, do, and uh, think. So that's what I would say. Surrender to the possibilities and recognize what you have control over.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I, mean, I would say to say yes to yourself. Say yes mm-hmm. to your commitment. Say yes to the things that you see in front of you, step by step. Continue to choose to say yes, and it's going to um, bring more opportunities and possibilities into your into your view, and just. Continue to say yes. Continue to be willing. Con- continue to um, love yourself more so that you can step into those opportunities so that you can say yes because you have that that well of energy and love for yourself that will take you to those opportunities, that will take you through those opportunities. Um, so my point if you didn't get it yet, is say yes. (laughs) Got it. Yeah. We want to remind our listeners that all of this information about the 12 steps to freedom is from Rhonda Britton, the founder um, and CEO of fearless living Institute. And you can find out more about her and the Institute at fearless org. So please make sure you go and check that out. Remember that you can also learn more about Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org, and you can also find us on Facebook at Fearless Generations. We thank you for coming back each week. We thank you um, if this is your first uh, time with us. We ask you to come back and see us, and until next time, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night.